My name is Andrea Danta. I'm a spiritual medium, entrepreneur, and modern mystic. I aim to empower you to find your true passions, follow your life path, and remind you of your purpose. Join me as I dive into all things spiritual and help you reconnect with soul. Welcome to the Guided by Spirit podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Guided by Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Danta, and on today's episode, we chat with a lovely, lovely, uh, beautiful being that I had the pleasure of meeting, I want to say now about maybe six months back, eight months back, and uh, I have an amazing conversation with the wonderful Vanessa Sophie. She is a astrologer and business strategy coach that um, she's actually a sidereal astrologer, which is a little bit different than most modern astrology. And we're going to get into that in our chat together. But she is a wonderful individual and she has so much to share when it comes to knowledge of astrology, numerology, which we get into in this episode as well. And she goes through even my numerology with my own birthday. And I just like nerded out (laughs) completely because it was such an interesting thing to cover because it teaches you so much more than what you think you already know about yourself, about the universe, just so many details that you wouldn't even think really make sense. But I'm interested for all of you to dive in and listen um, to the conversation that Vanessa and I had. And I wanted to give you some information on where you can find Vanessa. So she is on Instagram at I am Vanessa Sophie, uh, where you can also find her website and it'll lead you to all the goodies that she does offer. Some of which include, uh, of course, but are not limited to, um, she has some business strategy forecasts, she offers astrology readings, and she also has her own podcast called The Rising Podcast, which discusses everything that you desire to know about astrology and really give you the information you seek regarding everything astrology-based, how it implies to your life. And what you may find in the upcoming months, especially with 2022 being so transformative and transitional for all of us. In many different ways, we are all going through transformation this year. We are all going through such huge change. And that's what transformation is. Transformation discusses and brings forth change. And we hear change and we hear like it's an icky word and we get all worried because we wonder, okay, what does that mean and what does it entail? But when you hear transformation, there's this positive connotation to it. There's this uplifting understanding that transformation, transforming into something better, into the best version of ourselves. That sounds so much more interesting. (laughs) That sounds so much more positive. Whereas when you think of changes, we think, ugh. And it just seems like icky and yucky and scary and kind of brings up the fear in all of us that we worry about what's to come. 
But ultimately, transformation means changes are in progress. I refer to this symbolism a lot, very frequently when I do my readings. Um, And I think it's come up just in conversations with other spiritual entrepreneurs before as well. But before we get into today's episode, I'll quickly just share this with you. And my favorite way to look at transformation is looking at the life cycle of a caterpillar and how a caterpillar inevitably needs to change itself and contort itself, put itself into a cocoon to then grow and mature and be able to then transform again. And it comes out as something completely different and it comes out as a beautiful butterfly or it'll come out as a, you know, mystical looking moth. Either way, what it shows us is that we may not have any idea what we are headed into because of the fact that we can only see so far in front of us. But ultimately, if we use our instincts to trust, we listen to our intuition and listen to our higher selves telling us, go this way, because I'm not going to lead you into danger. I'm not going to lead you into something that isn't meant for you. And we listen and we trust and we follow that path and sometimes go inward It may seem like we're shutting out possibly people in our lives or that we are changing, we're adapting, we're going inward, we're doing the shadow work to try and understand what we need to heal and what traumas could be possibly holding us back. We do this work to manage and work around, okay, what is it that is meant for me? What do I really need to listen to? That's that cocoon phase. And then in the end, we come out of it completely transformed, possibly even a new version of ourselves with new characteristics that we've never noticed in ourselves before. Except the only difference is is that a butterfly will do this, or I should say a caterpillar will do this once in its life. Human beings go through this numerous times within our lifetime. And every time we transform, we enter a new path or a new chapter of our lives that is completely unique to us. And we may be confused because we're looking at others to try and compare ourselves to their life and to what they're doing, to their path. And we don't understand, why does it look so different? Why don't I necessarily have what they have? Why am I not at the same place in my life as they are? And the answer is because it's not supposed to be. This is completely unique to you. It's not meant to look cookie cutter. Human beings create cookie cutter life. We created the cookie cutter lifestyle. And by cookie cutter, I want to, you know, just clarify. The cookie cutter lifestyle is, you know, completing school by a certain time, getting married by a certain time having children uh, by a certain age, having or buying a house by a certain point in your life. Accomplishing all these things have been made by people as a conditioning almost to follow and to make us feel like we're, we're on the right track. But ultimately, regardless whether we accomplish those things or not in life, 
that doesn't mean that we haven't lived or we've failed in this lifetime. We're simply realizing that what we want is going to be different from others and that that is completely okay. So I leave that with you as we go into this insanely informative episode with the wonderful Vanessa Sophie. And you can find all her details that I had mentioned in the podcast notes and be able to give her a follow and send her some love. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. I'm good. I'm I'm honestly I'm excited. <laughs> I made yeah. some notes of like things to jot down to remember before we linked up today. And um it's interesting because you had just sent uh an email not too long ago about like the transformation of April transits that are coming our way and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to go back to that email and I'm going to make my little note." Oh, yeah. I just yeah. knew. I'm like I have a feeling that so much is going to come up today and my pregnancy brain is going to make me forget what, we, what I want to focus on. First of all, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, good. Me too. Me too. Me too. And and I'm happy to have you on because honestly, you messaged me. I, I was driving in the car one day with my husband. You messaged me on Instagram and I was like, why haven't I thought about this? <laughs> Like, why did I not like think about this in advance to yeah. even, like open this topic up or like open the opportunity up as both you and I have noticed in the past. It's obvious that there are so many synchronicities and so many similarities when it comes to, you know, my side of spiritual work. When we notice big challenges, big transformation, especially for my clients and then going to, you know, the opposite end of it, the astrology side of it. And seeing the similarities and seeing how it's like, okay, during certain times of of the month of the of the year, they coincide with everything that seems to be coming up for people. Um, I I just I love it. I offer um, like astro charts. And so sometimes people are like, is this really a thing? Like, is this real? And I'm like, yes, it's real. (laughs) Kind of a question is that like, absolutely, it's real. These things wouldn't exist for, like, we're not even talking, let's not even talk generations. These things wouldn't exist for centuries if this yeah. was real. So yeah. I just like to put that sort of perspective in place. Yeah. Them. And the same yeah. thing goes for like, you know, like the, the last episode I hosted, it was about hypnosis. And some people are still like woo woo about hypnosis and, and those kind of therapies. And it's like, yeah. it's been around forever. <laughs> like This isn't yeah. brand new. So to kind of reintroduce everybody to the concepts of merging astrology with energy work is something that I'm so excited to do today because mm-hmm. I kind of want to make everybody's jaw drop. <laughs> Yeah. And 
listening to this have those aha moments Mm -hmm. that really make them, you know, jump to take a leap in what they're wanting to do that's coming up for them. Or finally, like, hey, this speaks to me and it makes a lot of sense. So what do I need to do? (laughs) What, what are we doing? Where, where am I going with this? And just really jump in the deep end and be able to really see the forest for the trees and see that there's so much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's really interesting because I find my month of April is actually really busy because I actually have so many people that I'm doing something similar with. Like everyone is like, oh my gosh, there's so much happening in April. Like we want to have you as a guest to talk about this and that. And like I've seen it in so many places. And so you're not the only one that I noticed that, you know, it was like a channeler and it was like, oh yeah, there's this energy that is flowing. And I'm like, yep, that's, that's why, you know, I have, and I'm, I'm a Taurus in astrology, right? So I need something tangible. And for me, astrology is my way of tangibly explain to you, this is why there's an energy shift. So I'm able to like put the proof in front of you. Like, this is why this is happening. So that's what I find. Um, that's what I find fascinating about this. And You know, whenever people are having resistance to astrology, I always say there's there's like different types of astrology. I call it there's like the woo-woo astrology, which is like (laughs) what most people know about. And I'm like, no, I, I do the deep, rational, ancient astrology which is nothing like the woo-woo astrology. And so people are like, oh, I'm not sure that astrology is real. It's like, wait till you have a conversation with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how much time do you have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but before we get into all of this, and, and I know that there is so much, and I know that there's like, we're both on high vibe energy right now. <laughs> we're just excited to bring all this up. But I've been feeling this since this morning. It's like I had a really good sleep last night and then I woke up this morning and I was like, we're going to do this and we're going to knock it out of the park. And I was just high vibe music and all day I've been preparing. So I am very excited, but I would love everybody to get a little bit of an introduction about who you are, how you got into astrology, um, why you love it so much, and just give us all this juicy little tidbits about you that we need to know. Amazing. It's all yours. First of all, I want to say that I'm a Western sidereal astrologer. Uh, I have been doing this for three or four years now. Uh, It started as a simple interest, honestly. Like I just got curious about it. Someone else introduced me to astrology and just told me that, you know, you're more than your sun sign and, you know, rising sign and all that stuff. And I became obsessed and it just, the obsession never stopped. You know, four years later, here I am. So it just consumed my entire being and I felt like for me it was remembering something that I already that I already knew. So it, it just came very, very easily to me. And that's also tied to numerology. Um, I discovered numerology through that as well. And yeah, that's another really interesting topic um, that I believe is part of part of astrology. After three years of doing this, I find it provided with so much insights. To me, astrology is a tool that helps you understand yourself, others, and your environment. It's been able to show me parts of myself that I may not have understood or seen, or it just confirms so many things. It helps you understand yourself. It helps you understand how to better show up in the world. And there's a big piece of psychology that goes in that, but also using the transits and using the flow of energy is so useful in business as well. So for me, when I was starting to get into astrology, I started to, um, I started to 
mix the two together. It just naturally came together. And then as I was growing my business, really what I started to do is to use astrology to help entrepreneurs in their business, not only with the business strategy, but also themselves as a leader, how to show up better as a leader and step into your power as a leader. Because when we are an entrepreneur, all areas of life are coming into one and your personal life is, is complementary with your business. So when you are working on yourself as a person and in your personal life, then this also translates into your business and vice versa. So that's why I find that merging the two was not only beneficial for yourself to become a better leader, but also for your business. And then on top of that, you can also use astrology to help you with your business. So that's another piece that I started to do um, as well. So I've, I, it has just been mind blowing over the years how it has transformed myself. And I've had countless moments with clients where they had life changing realizations and understandings and you know, understanding why you grew up in that environment and your parents were this way and it influenced you in that way and why it triggered you this whole time and why you had to heal this and that. So it's really, there's so much depth that goes into it. And it's a lot more than, oh, I'm a Taurus, so I like food. <laughs> that is like, <laughs> that is very surface level. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. That's, and that's incredible. And what area did, did you grow up in, if you don't mind me asking? I'm originally from a French province in Canada. So in Quebec in Canada. Oh, nice. But you're residing there still now or you moved? No, I'm in elsewhere in Canada, away from where I grew up. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, obviously I know that, you know, as you said, you, you practice almost like a, an older style, a different form of astrology than maybe most people are practicing now or would refer to now. And I find it interesting so much because of the fact that obviously different countries, different cultures have mm -hmm. really interesting perspectives on astrology and how it's rooted in their culture. Um, and obviously, since Canada is basically a big pot of mixed cultures, um, I wanted to know that a little bit because I thought, you know, it's it's really interesting to hear different perspectives and different um, belief systems or identities of astrology. So thank you so much for sharing that. But um, yeah, honestly, you know what? I find that for, for my clientele, I find that it kind of comes in waves. It comes and goes. Sometimes people are really into it, really wanting to know more about their chart, about, you know, more about them, especially if they're starting off in like a soul-seeking journey or mm -hmm. self-discovery again, especially if they've gone through a lot of hardship in their life and they've let a lot go where they've basically picked up their life and started anew somewhere else. And they're kind of looking for this identification to who they are as a person, their characteristics, why they are the way they are, um, to understand more about themselves. So that way they feel that they have this drive mm -hmm. in the right direction that, that they're wanting to end up or their purpose that they're wanting to find. So it's, mm -hmm. it's just, I find it like mind blowing how, yes, there are different, you know, categories of astrology, but, um, I know, you know, for you, it's probably different because this is your main focus. And to, to hear that, you know, I obviously know this, 
But for more people that are listening, when you're pairing it with the benefit of like an astrology and business and understanding the highs and lows and understanding, okay, why is my business feeling like it's crashing to the ground? (laughs) Why do I feel like all of a sudden I'm failing? Mm -hmm. It puts so much pressure on them. And it's like, you know what? We have to realize society will go through these waves and these changes. Um, they'll go through like periods that I that I call um, like internalizing. So instead of maybe reaching out to gain insight or help right away, they internalize and they go within and try and put the puzzle pieces all together. And then they get to a point where they're like, screw this. <laughs> I feel like I don't have what I'm looking for. I, I don't understand what's going on. So I need clarity. I need outside assistance as to what's going on and why it's happening. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's where I find, you know, things start to pick up again. Businesses start to get busier. And I'm not just speaking from a spiritual business perspective. I'm saying in like anything, you know, it's, it's the seasonal even. We go through points where we're tired of the old and we're shedding these old layers of ourself and we want to bring in new energy and we want to redecorate a room and we want to paint our whole house and we want to plant flowers outside our entire house. And it's this like momentum that we get into that's like, screw the old, I want new, I want fresh, I want all of these amazing things. And, you know, like compared to um, the other day, when I was messaging you and we were talking, I felt like someone basically dug a hole and like toppled me into it. Yeah. And then today I woke up and I was, I, ha- I was lucky. Like I said, I had a good sleep. I, everything was good. But I also just said, you know what, today I'm going in with the mindset of gratitude and I'm shoveling out everything that basically put me in that hole and I'm getting it out of the way. It was seven degrees this morning, mm. Celsius. And I opened my office window and the change in energy that I immediately like felt that I felt in the house was just like amazing. Mm -hmm. Even though it was cracked open, it was just like this, like whoosh of complete shift. And that's what I love to, you know, if I were to give that example and bring it into astrology, it's like, it gives you that pulls the carpet from under your feet and just says, okay, this is why this is happening. This is what needs to change. This is what, you know, will work for you or may not work for you, depending on your sign, depending on your characteristics, Mm -hmm. but there's ways around it. And here's the approach to correct it or to understand it. So that's sort of like my metaphor, because I think to myself, like, that is exactly what so many people need, especially after such complex two years that we've had and feeling uncertainty and really misunderstanding, you know, what to interpret of what's to come our way. It's, it's just, it's, I love it. So um, I want to get into everything that I know you and I are excited to talk about. Um, Wherever you want to like, start off I'm happy with but I know that obviously the biggest topic for today and it's going to come in and out as we speak but the very biggest topic is like the transformation of April and in the next few months to come and um then we can kind of I know there's going to be other little small topics that sort of we jump onto in the midst of this but what would you say 
is the most groundbreaking part of what you have found coming for April and why you feel and why you've seen that this is going to be, you know, April into May and into the other months as well, why you feel this is so transformative? Well, there's two major events in April. Um, the first one being the conjunction of Neptune and Jupiter on April 12th. And that has been building up for quite a while already. So we've already started to experience these energies in the past few months. It has been building up since December when Jupiter entered Aquarius and, um, and is now building towards, is, is just getting closer and closer to Neptune. So that is one of them. And then the other one is the shift of the nodes. So the lunar nodes that have shifted into a new sign. It's basically starting a new chapter and that happens every 18 months. So we're starting in like up to the end of March, we were wrapping up this chapter. And then at the end of March, the nodes have switched into a new sign and now we're starting a new chapter. And that is right before eclipse season happening at the end of, of April. And always eclipse season is, is a, is a transforma transformative time. Like the period of two weeks where we have eclipses, Every single time I have my DMs are filled with people that are going through major transformations like divorces, changing careers, um, moving, you know, like so many, so many things. So there's always big transformations happening during eclipses. And now that it's a new sign, it's like an, it's a fresh chapter. So that's the big shift of energy that I've noticed in April. And just, you know, I remember being. I remember in November, I was going through the astrology transits of 2022, and I was like, oh my, like April is the month of 2022. <laughs> when you said, oh my, I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, that's definitely, um, that's the, in a nutshell, that's what I would say has been, um, is the, the big energy that we are experiencing in April. And that's really interesting. So can you go a little bit more in depth then um, regarding the conjunction? I think you said it was between Jupiter and Neptune? Yes. And before, before I go- I'm a nerd when it comes to this. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, if I'm asking questions, nerd. even though like I should know these things, if I'm asking questions, it's because I'm just like nerding out. <laughs> I love it. And I love, I love teaching about the nerdy stuff. So I'm, I'm more than happy to explain <laughs> Um, before we go into it, I just want to share a little bit of a disclaimer for people who are listening to this and may not know about me or maybe are new to astrology. This can, this can get confusing because I'm a Western sidereal astrologer. So as we mentioned before, like the astrology that I do is a little bit different. So if you follow um, regular astrologers, most of them in the Western hemisphere are using tropical astrology, which is based on an algorithm that is linked with the calendar, the calendar that we use, while the zodiac that I use and the system that I use is called sidereal, and it's based on the fixed stars and the position of the planets in relations to the fixed stars, which is a more ancient system. So the transits that I may talk about or um, the signs that I may talk about would be a little bit different. So if anyone is just confused about this, feel free to reach out to me. Um, but just wanted to give a little bit of a disclaimer so that people don't get confused. I thought Jupiter just entered Pisces. In sidereal <laughs> astrology, 
it is an Aquarius. <laughs> yeah. So anyone that would take up their phone and look at the sky, they would see the position of Jupiter would be in the constellation of Aquarius. And so the conjunction that we are experiencing in next week on April 12th, Jupiter next and Neptune are getting closer and closer and meeting. And Jupiter is the planet of growth and expansion and Neptune is spirituality, consciousness. You know, Neptune was the god of the oceans. So if you think of the ocean, it's like, it's very vast. And it brings, it brings intuition, um, you know, Neptune brings intuition, inspiration, romance, like there's lots of creativity, like there's lots of positive aspects to it. It's a really good planet for tapping into spirituality. So Jupiter expands that. But Jupiter, the deal with Jupiter is that it will expand anything good or bad. So there's always a flip side to Jupiter. There's always, you know, something else that needs to be considered. So if it amplifies everything about Neptune and amplifies spirituality, which is great, and amplifies the, you know, that's why I've been saying, I feel like we're experiencing a massive spiritual awakening from the collective because of this, um, this energy. Flip side to that is also an increase in confusion because Neptune can also bring confusion and fog and getting lost and illusions. So I find that I see a lot of people in my life right now that are kind of lost in their life. They're kind of not sure where they're going. They're kind of searching for their purpose. So there's a little bit of both happening. And that is the, the energy that we're experiencing. There's also the idea of information that is getting confusing because of the Aquarius influence. So I think we've seen it a lot, you know, on social media now. It's like there's so much that is coming up all the time. Sometimes you see things that are contradictory. So you're like, which one is true? I don't know. <laughs> so there's this energy that is amplifying. And what is interesting with these two planets is because they're both outer planets, they're big planets, they're slow moving planets. As I mentioned, they have been building up towards each other for quite a while now, like a few months. So that's not something that we feel on a day-to-day -day basis. It's something that we see more unfolding over a period of time, like a few months. And likely it usually influences the collective more than an influence on a personal level. So it's an energy that we're feeling on the connective. And that's what I found very interesting because since November, I've been saying this, there's gonna be a mass spiritual awakening coming in April because of this, of this transit. And then I heard, I don't know how many intuitive channelers and spiritual guides saying that humanity is going through a spiritual awakening at the moment. So I found very fascinating to see the two. And that is from an astrology perspective, why this, this energy and this awakening is happening. No, I really um, find a lot of like relation to that. Um, just like you said, like so many people are talking about going through a spiritual awakening. And I find that um, there are, there are some that are going through it on similar levels, but then there are some that are going through experiences that they've maybe never gone through before. And the way that I can relate this, that I find a lot to um, readings that I've been having in my clientele is exactly in itself, almost like waking up and being like, what, what the hell, mm -hmm. what the hell is going on between life, between career, between 
relationship between like so many different things. They're just like, what the hell is going on? And it sort of encapsulates this idea that you mentioned of like feeling lost Mm -hmm. and confusion and just not like no certainty in anything. Everything feels jagged. Everything feels like it's about to like crumble if it's not crumbling already. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's funny too, because um, I I think you have a um, previous knowledge of like tarot. Yeah, like basic knowledge. Okay, so um, I don't do a ton with tarot. I do more with Oracle, but there's always this understanding of like um, the tower card in tarot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody fears the tower, you know, the tower card because it's like, oh shit, (laughs) why why are we getting this? But I have another Oracle deck that I use quite often and it has um, a card in it and it's called the crumbling. And I always refer to it as like, the the similar um card to what the tower card would be in tarot Mm -hmm. and I cannot tell you how many of my clients have had that card come flying out of the deck mid-reading while I'm like picking cards for them wow almost I would say almost every single one wow it's been so common and that doesn't that's not to say that like you know everybody's going through the same thing and to generalize it because everyone's, you know, situations and circumstances are so individual. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's um, really interesting because honestly, that's one thing that I have to say, I've seen so many times in readings, especially since March, like you said, like, it's not just this month so far, because obviously we're just in the beginning, but since March, that card has been coming up. And what it, what it signifies is like, yes, there will be crumbling in itself. Mm -hmm. There will be this decomposition, this breaking down of an exterior of anything in life that is not meant to continue or that is not working the way that it's going. Yeah. And it has to, you know, crumble. It has to break to make room and energy to get out of that situation and move forward. And the reason why we have the oh no when we see that card is because we know shit is about to hit the fan and it's going to get messy. Mm-hmm. But myself included, I, you know, I do not pull myself away from this. I am very much, I can relate to this so yeah. much mm-hmm. and on a personal level. But the thing is, is that you ultimately know by seeing that message, by seeing that card, it's like, all right, buckle up, you know, put on my knee pads, put on my elbow pads, put on my goggles because shit's about to get crazy. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that once that finally like is done crumbling, you're just going to be building and at such a rapid pace because I'm what I see more often is that it builds quicker than it takes to actually crumble. If that Mm -hmm. is a clear like metaphor to explain it, I find the buildup into like everything coming, crashing down, everything coming before our eyes to show us, okay, let this go, get rid of this in your life. This Mm -hmm. isn't working relationship, career, um, living circumstances, you know, like the, the list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. Take a look at it. What's not working? Why isn't it working? And then, you know, when you actually go into rebuilding it, it's like, boom, 
Yeah. It's just so fast and it's so intense and they're almost not expecting it. Cause they're like, Holy sh- like, where did this come from? Like it came out of left field. And I was like, I told you <laughs> yeah. to be prepared when it comes back in your direction, when it works for you, when things are working as they should be. Yes. It takes time to break down all those things because that's, what's going to block you from getting into the energy, getting into the space that you need to be to accept all of these amazing new things. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's like you said, you know, like this has been happening, like you've been seeing this happening since November and the buildup to it. But then once it turns its momentum around, it just, it's like symbols clashing and everything just starts to work in synchronicity and come together. Um, yeah. And I think that's really where we get into, you know, approaching, I know we're still only in the end of, uh, sorry, the beginning of April, but I mean, I know I can feel that this month is just going to zoom by. So I know that come close to the end of April, um, the one I, the one eclipse I know about is on April 30th. Yep. Um, but I can't remember if there's another one. Is it in May or June? It's in May. It's always two weeks after. So oh, right. Okay. One, the second one is on May 16th. On May 16th. Okay. So I know for a fact that between April 30th and May 16th, People are going to be going from frustrated, overwhelmed, stressed to almost dizzy Mm -hmm. because of how much is going to take place. Yeah. Yeah. The two weeks period during eclipse season is always really fascinating. Uh, I mean, I've, you know, now that I'm into astrology, I'm able to pick it up and, and, you know, observe what is going on and oftentimes it's this moment of crumble that you were talking about like a lot of people have been reaching out to me and they're just you know this moment when you're crawled up on the floor on the kitchen floor crying your life because you don't know what's happening like that's usually the type of feeling that I'm seeing on (laughs) the season and I've experienced it myself as well (laughs) that's why I'm laughing more for me not laughing at you but I I can relate (laughs) yeah so, and, you know, we're not the only two that have been experiencing this. So it's definitely uh, a thing. And I find it's often, you, you just, you feel the karmic energy. And especially as intuitives, I always find that around the eclipse, around the eclipses, I just feel physically exhausted. I have a headache. You just feel the energy is intense, like physically feel it. It's really interesting to, to notice. So yeah, during this two weeks period, I always tell people, to surrender because there's no point in resisting the change. There's no point in trying to control it. There's no point to be afraid of it. It's just meant to happen. And because it's it's such a karmic energy, trust that whatever happens during this time is meant to happen. It's here to realign you. It's not, it's not a good or a bad thing. It's just here to realign you. And so anything that is, you know, we call eclipse season the times of great beginnings and great endings. So whatever is starting or whatever is ending is just, and you know, literally an ending is always a new beginning at the same time. So it's just meant to happen. It's just part of the path that you have to go through. So, yeah. Um, the first eclipse is gonna be, and that's in, in sidereal astrology. The first eclipse is gonna be at 15 degrees of Aries. And the second one is gonna be at 27 degrees of Libra in, in May. So it's all in Aries and Libra inside the real astrology 
Um, I believe for people that would be following tropical, it would be Taurus and Scorpio, but I personally don't want to get into tropical astrology. So um, yeah, the energy of, of the eclipses are going to be in Aries and Libra. Which that is really interesting because obviously it's, it's, it's after Aries season comes to a close. So yeah, exactly. It would be basically the first eclipse is going to be in the middle of Aries season. Yeah. That's a really interesting balance because, or like a really interesting look at it because obviously Aries, you're looking at this fieriness, this like charged energy ready to like go head into anything. Mm -hmm. which totally is that beginning, like when you were mentioning the beginning and the end, um, that perfect, like beginning forceful energy to Mm -hmm. really get things going, really get things into a momentum. And then at the close, you have Libra. Mm -hmm. And I always, this is my interpretation. I, um, I always look at Libra as balance. Mm-hmm. because obviously like your sign is the scales, but to me, that's a really interesting combination because when you are going head first, guns a blazing, like fiery roaring the whole way, and then to come out of it with balance mm-hmm. and being able to acknowledge the good with the bad and mm-hmm. take with it, you know, like what's meant to be and what's not meant to be. That I find is a really interesting completion of that cycle. So, um, and that's right around, that's, if not exactly around the time of Mother's Day, it's like right around the time of Mother's Day. Um, But that's really, really interesting. And I find that motivating. I don't know, maybe maybe many people may look at that and be like, no, I'm putting on my goggles and I'm going to pretend like I don't see it all. But (laughs) I find that really Uh, motivating. It gives us the opportunity to finally refine what we're looking at, what we're wanting to accomplish, all this energy that's been built up. And and we've been also shedding to let go of what's holding us back, Mm -hmm. getting this energy around eclipse season to be like, I'm going in and I'm, and I'm not taking no for an answer. And I'm going to finally accept for myself what I want. And to come out of it feeling balanced is, um, I'm looking forward to it. And I feel like that's, that's, that should be motivating for a lot of people because we have been so stressed out beyond, you know, beyond means we have been so stressed out. And, uh, if there's anything that I would love to be able to constantly promise people, you know, is, is balance is tranquility with, with rewards, Uh, And, um, yeah, I just, I think it's, I think it's incredible. And I I think it's going to bring a lot of interesting, more messages to both of our DMS because, uh, there's going to be a lot of like reality checks yeah, and bigger aha moments for, for a lot of people. Something I wanted to ask you about just to sort of, I guess, like pick your brain, Vanessa, and see how you, how you categorize these types of things when you're going into, you know, doing astrology readings for your clients, especially when it regards towards business. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there's chart depictions for different areas of people's lives when it comes to career, when it comes to finance, when it comes to love, 
um, growth, spirituality, all these different things. Mm-hmm. What do you feel is going to be something that everyone should really focus on or give their energy to in the next two to three months when it comes to like their chart depictions in particular with the transits that we're getting, the conjunctions that are sort of coming our way? Like, what do you feel are some of the biggest pivotal sections for people when you're doing charts and to see like how we relate like to each other on this and what do you just find comes up the most and what's so uh, filled with growth and opportunity right now, even if it's like career or love or relationships, what do you find is going to go through, let's say the biggest growth and why? It's a big question because it's very specific to individuals. Like it's right. so different going from one person to the next. Like someone can be going through major changes in their business and the other one is literally not meant to take any action on, on business and career at this moment. So right. it really is, I find no reading is, is similar to, to, to the other. Sometimes it's funny because it happens that within the same week, I have two people that have like the same, yeah. the same type of energy. So that there's always synchronicity and something that I've shared in, in one reading comes back in, in the other one. But that's the beauty of astrology is that there's no chart that is the same. There's no yeah. the same and there's no transits that are the same. So it's so specific to each person. And it also depends on the intentions of this person and where they're at in, in their journey as well. So usually when I do a reading, I, I will assess where the person is at and just what is going on in their life. and then see what comes out in the chart or what needs to be looked at in the chart and um yeah and then you know the different transits that are happening are going to be influencing them differently the the main thing that i can say though is for example let's take um eclipse season which is you know the big event of the spring especially and So what I would do is to look at which houses are influenced in the person's chart. So for someone that would be an Aries rising, for example, this would be first and seventh house, which is all about the self versus relationships. So they're likely gonna be experiencing a lot of transformation in regards to their relationship. Or someone that would be um, Virgo rising, it's second and eighth house, which is all about finances and personal resources, but also shared resources. So there could be just you know their resources of of themselves but also external resources like debts and things like that topics like that that could be coming to the surface a lot at this time so it really that's the main thing that I usually would look at to see how these transits and transformational times are going to be impacting one person in particular does that answer the question yeah, it's it. No, uh, blah. <laughs> 100%. My brain kind of just went sideways there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of threw you a curveball and I realized it after the fact, because obviously, yes, it, it is very, very individual. Um, but with so much transformation, I've been finding um, for most of my clients that own their own business, their own, their own small business. 
I've been finding that the biggest or, or like working to basically start that up and get that going. A lot that I've been noticing coming forward has been about, is this the right thing? Oh, is this the right thing to do? So they're Mm -hmm. either already involved in their business or they're just, you know, just putting their foot in the, in the deep end. They're just figuring out what they want to do, how they want to do it. And it's the questioning of like, is this the right move? Am I going the right way? Um, And so, you know, I I also incorporate like um, mindset coaching when I do um, my readings and I'll try and dig a little bit deeper and get their intuition to start sparking Mm -hmm. and seeing where their energy is focusing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes um, they're just, they're brainstorming. They're, they're just thinking that they want to do something purposeful for themselves and they don't really know where they want to be focused and they're planning on changing a career or they're planning on leaving the corporate world and, you know, starting their own business, their own brand. And when I give them what comes forward, I find that it's interesting because sometimes they're, they're so shocked. Yeah. Sometimes it's because of the fact that it's like, wow, that's, that's exactly what I want to do. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like, I never even thought about approaching that. Mm -hmm. So why I find, you know, these, everything in astrology, so incredibly amazing is because I know that if I pull, especially just a couple things about their chart, even if it's like they're, they're rising or their, their moon sign. And I look at what type of, like what time of year it is. I know that as soon as I look at that, I'm like, mm. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, that's, you know, that's something that I, I try and if they've never thought about the idea of astrology before, that's where I slowly get them introduced to the idea mm-hmm. because once I give them the explanations of it all, they're like, okay, that, that actually makes a lot of sense, you know, and the relationships I have and the relationship I have with myself, um, and just how I am as a person characteristics wise, that mm-hmm. all makes sense. And I was like, well, that's exactly why this is so purpose led of a venture for you, whether it's, you know, something that's philanthropy related or wellness related, or even just creative, they never seem to think that that's what they can dive into um, mm-hmm. because they don't give themselves the, either the credit or the, the real, the reality that it's like, I could actually do that. But yeah. something that that's something that I've been finding has been so common um, in a lot of readings, I'd say probably since January. I've been noticing that, um, you know, like, where am I meant to go? What am I meant to do? I want, I want changes, but I don't know what I want, (laughs) but I want changes. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see it from, from that perspective and to be able to give them something that helps give them those answers, because especially this year, I feel like people are not settling for basic. Yeah. They're looking for something deeper. They're looking for something further. They're tired of simplistic methods and, um, simple concepts when it comes to career. And when it comes to relationships, they're over all of that. They want Mm -hmm. 
deeper meaning. They want something more fulfilling. Um, so that's, that's definitely been popular, I would say, um, on my end the last little while. Um, something that I actually wanted to ask you about, just because I've just been hearing about this like recently. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that it's like, once you start hearing about it, or you've heard it once, like you hear it repeatedly over and over and over and over again. So that's my <laughs> sign that I need to know, know more about it. Mm -hmm. um, and I noticed that you had brought it up. It was either in an Instagram post, um, or it was also within like that, that email that you had sent out about April's transformation. But like, what do you describe our karmic numbers? Hmm. Yes. And like what they represent and just like give it all, give it to me. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, that's where the numerology practice comes into place. Okay. Every number holds a vibration. The universe is built out of numbers. Numerology is like, numerology and astrology to me is the language of the universe. You know, it, it's the code of the matrix that we live in. So diving into the signification of the numbers since I've been studying numerology in the past year like I just I now see it everywhere and there's so much depth and meaning into numbers and when I talk about karmic numbers I talk about someone's energy that they would carry in their date of birth and in their name as well but I usually don't dive as much in the, in the name um, but there's a lot of significance to the name as well, because each of the letters of your name are linked to a number, and it also has a number associated with it, and it has a signification, and it's really, it's really interesting. So I'm like all in right now. <laughs> I don't know if you saw like my eyes changed. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So there's the life path number and the lesser energy in your date of birth. And basically you would calculate, if you wanna know your life path number, you would calculate the sum of the numbers of your date of birth. So for example, um, I'm born on May 25th, 1995. So you would do two plus five plus five, the month of May, plus one plus nine plus nine plus five. And then that number equals 36. If you divide, or if you break down 36, three plus six is nine. So that makes me a life path number nine. And then the number nine has such a depth meaning to it. I find a lot of a lot of the people that I have talked to about numerology, they will, you know, go look up their number online and they're like, oh, okay, number three, that's kind of what it is. And it's it's very surface level. Um, the knowledge of numerology that I have that I have has been learned by observation, making connections, um, studying it really deeply. So interestingly enough, I haven't found any, any information out, out there, you know, online that has been really in as much depth as I've studied it in the past year. Um, but yeah, it's really fascinating because there's, there's so much just to the 36, nine, like the three means something, the, th the six means something, the nine means something. And all those numbers are um, collaborating together and giving you the energy. And I always say that numerology this is how my teacher has um taught me numerology is the frame and astrology is the image in the middle with the details and the colors and you know mm. 
if you're painting a house with a tree, well, the frame is going to be numerology and the astrology is going to be the house and what color is the house and how many windows and how's the door and, you know, the tree, like, is there fruit in it? Is, you know, so really all the details is the astrology piece, but they all work together. They both work together. And there's so many things in my astrology that has been interpreted differently because I know about my numerology really well. So that's where I've seen that there's such a complementary aspect with the two that I always start at my astrology readings with a numerology reading to give the frame and then you can go into the numerology because it you know someone that is a four life path and a Taurus is going to be different than a four life path that is a Sagittarius. So it's really interesting to dive into it. And um there's something else I wanted to add. Like mind blown, like the mind blown analogy <laughs> right now just <laughs> everything you just said I'm like oh my god I want to do this yeah and really you know it's funny I had a chat with a girl the other day and I did a medium numerology reading very briefly with her and she was a three life path and I explained to her what it was and she was you know same as you like blown away she was like oh my gosh that is me to a t she was and not only that but it happened countless of times that I've told people did you know that you're a six life path and they're like the number six has always been my number my whole life. And I never knew why, you know, they've always been drawn to this specific number. They don't know why it means so much to them. And then I'm like, yeah, because you're a six life path, you're an eight life path. And it just, it's blowing them away. And funny enough, I saw this girl yesterday and she had a three, three, three tattoo. She was like, Vanessa, our conversation resonated so much. Like I just, I had to get it done. (laughs) I just, I needed to put it on me forever. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Could I ask you, could we do mine or does it take like hours? Oh no, it's easy. easy I'm just like, I'm so intrigued. (laughs) So tell me your date of birth. November 8th, 1990. So what's really fascinating with numerology is that just with these numbers, I can give you so much information. So I'll try (laughs) to keep it like, you know, standard because we don't have five hours but (laughs) (laughs) that's fine um okay oh my gosh you're gonna love this (laughs) I'm interested because there's certain numbers for me that I've always found very like fascinating and I'm just like I'm interested in knowing more yeah yeah you're you're really gonna find this interesting because I'm not surprised about new numbers um so 19 okay so basically what I did is I calculated the sum of the numbers and um, because you're born in November, that's 11. And mm-hmm. the way that I do it is I keep 11 intact because it's a master number. So it's a double digit. So I don't divide it. So I did okay. 11 intact plus eight plus all the other numbers. So it get, I get 38, which 38 is 11. So that makes you 11 life path, which I'm not surprised at all, considering that you're a spiritual guide. You know, literally, that's what you do. 11 is the number of the spiritual guide. <laughs> so oftentimes, Gabby Bernstein is on 11 life path. Les Brown, Tony Robbins, all of them 11 life path. A lot of really powerful leaders out there are 11 life path for two reasons. Because one, they're a spiritual guide. But two, 11, when you reduce it, is actually a two. And two is a number of magnetism. Yep. <laughs> 
have such a strong magnetism to them, it's crazy. It's all about partnership. So number two is also partnership and duality, but it's the energy of the two is magnetism. Everyone that has two energy, whether it's an 11, a 20 or a two, like it's just crazy. They just, they draw people in. So it's really interesting that you have that, but also because you're 38, 11, you also have the energy of the three and the eight as part of it, as your sub energy that we call it. So the three is the number of connectors. So three are incredible um, communicators. So that's how you're able to channel and really express that to people because you're really good at communicating, um, able to make connections. Like usually they're, they're really good with, um, with people, number threes. And also the eight has a drive. And you have a strong eight energy to you also because you're born on the eight. So you also have the eight energy to you. Eight has a strong drive. They're usually very independent. Um, eight is like the number of, of the boss, you know, like the boss that is going to build an empire. And an eight is so independent that you can't tell it what to do. <laughs> so they're very driven. And it's like, I'm going this way. and I'm going to do it this way. And, you know, no one can come in, in, in the way. So yeah, they have, they have this, this independent drive energy. Also, 38 is your turning point age. So uh, 1990, so you're not there yet. Um, but 38 is going to be the turning point age. So usually when you have a shift in your life, um, that's a turning point. So that's also something to know about. So basically, the numbers that you would have to know about is that your life path I would call you a 3811. So if you really want to get into it, 38 slash 11 slash two. And then your lesser energy is the day that you're born. So eight for you. So all these numbers are part of who you are. That just like <laughs> makes so much sense. I can't even tell you right now. So it's funny. So 11 resonates huge. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Eight, always. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about two until you mentioned it, mm. but two also resonates. Um, three, yes. Three, like I would say like three is kind of like all the time, but I've always associated it more with um, angelic presence, like angelic energy more than mm. actually to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's, it's incredible resonating yeah. so much, but in particular, I was going to tell you 11, eight, and like and two comes into play here and there yeah yeah absolutely and you know with 11 what's interesting is that there's there's so much power to 11 because it has multiple facades to it and you know it's it's 11 by itself it's double ones so it's also a one which the one is again a very driving force one is an independent and a strong leader and if you do one plus one, it's two. So you have kind of all these numbers that play into that. And so the double one, the 11, the two, and the eight together, really, like, I can see to you that there's, yes, a, you know, strong spiritual guide, like, overall, that's what we see, like, on the front facade. But you have lots of drive, lots of ambition, like, you're a hard worker, like, you can do stuff really hard in life. And kind of, you're a little bit more on the independent side. You can be really good communicating with people, but it, you know, you work solo, like the business that you do, you, you likely work solo, you work better solo, you're going to go far in life by going solo because you have a little bit more of an independence drive. 
but because you have the magnetism and the partnership and of of the 11 slash two then you're really good at bringing people in like you probably just have naturally people who come to you with uh with these numbers so yeah and do you want me to take you for like even a further loop sure. so four years ago i had purchased a new car and i had to get a, a new set of license plates so at the time i was working at a dealership and so um, when she was, when the, when the ministry was licensing my car, they called me and they said, do you want like, obviously not something personalized because that takes weeks, but do you want like, what numbers do you want? I'll see if I have them. And I was like, I, I have no idea. Like, what do you pick something for me? Right. And she was like, okay. So she's like, okay, I'm, I'm, do you want me to tell you or do you want me to surprise you? And I was like, no, tell me. So I don't care. <laughs> don't make you do all of this for nothing. She's like, okay. So she's like, she told me the four like beginning digits, like the four letters. And then yeah. she's like, the end is one, one, one. Oh my gosh. So I was like, okay, yep. Do it. Like those are mine. <laughs> do it. So it's funny because, um, now every time I'm always driving and I'm always like looking at people's license plates and always looking at the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> But it's funny because of the fact that you had said, you know, 11 is very important, but 11 also, you know, one in one is two. And then one, 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 it equals, when you add them all up, it equals three. Yeah. So it's just really interesting how, I mean, I mean some people probably look at this and be like, Andrea, it's coincidental. Shut up. Like, <laughs> but I'm like, to me, I'm like, no, <laughs> it has a meaning. Yeah. It's a sign. <laughs> no, there's, so, there's so yeah. many there's so many situations that happen like this where there's synchronicities in between numbers and I'm like no this can't be a coincidence like you know when they say like just in families there's always similar numbers um you always attract similar types of numbers and like the people like I'm in nine life paths and for me like I find I've attracted a lot of other nine life paths I've seen patterns of the type of people that I attract but also other numbers that I just never connect with and I actually know why I never connect with these numbers um I've I attract 32 fives like crazy and it's kind of a running gag now in in you know my relationships um that I just attract 32 fives and I just continue to attract 32 five all the times and my dad is a 32 five and there's there's been so many now I need to do everything (laughs) oh yeah like I've done readings for like a full family and I was able to explain someone without even meeting the parents I was just like oh yeah like you probably felt this way with your parents and you know I was able to like analyze the whole family situation just with the numbers in front of me like it's absolutely insane (laughs) well now my newest thing that I'm gonna want to learn thank you Vanessa (laughs) is numerology because Now you just blew my mind. And now I'm just like, now I need to incorporate this into everything. Oh, yeah. Do all my family, do everyone. Yeah. But just think about it. It's not just numbers. It's also words. Yeah. All words have a number associated with them. And with this work, I've been able to find where there's words that are traps because of the, the the patterns that we can see or the numbers that they have. So it's like, okay, I'm deciding to like remove this this word from my vocabulary because of the vibration that it holds. 
and also other words that I've been able to be like, wow, like this is an amazing world word. And, you know, so there's, that's what I, that's what I mean. That the whole universe is built on numbers. So honestly, when you start getting into numerology, you can't stop. <laughs> and it's funny because I was terrible at math as a kid. So now my parents are going to hear that I want to learn numerology and they're going to be like, really? <laughs> really now you want to do math that's really funny <laughs> so who do you um who did you take your education under if you don't mind me asking um, honestly it's just a really close friend of mine that we have been learning by ourselves so oh um, nice I appreciate that yeah <laughs> I really do I appreciate that so but it's 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 incredible and if I mean if anything comes up of like resources that you recommend um let me know because when I create the notes for today's episode, I'll just include them in there uh, for anybody mm-hmm. that's interested in either learning more about numerology, learning more about astrology. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. <laughs> Pregnancy brain there for a second. Um, before we commence today's episode, can you provide me um, how people can find you? what they will find um, in your offerings or on your website for courses, for services, um, if you have any upcoming events or courses that um, you would like to let them know about, just give me all the juicy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at I am Vanessa Sophie. My website is stellarvanessa.com. So everything that you need to know about me is on that link. Also, for anyone who's interested to learn more about astrology and numerology and the way that I present it, because it's very different than most of the information that we have out there, I'm sharing all of my insights and wisdom on my podcast. So you can find the Rising Podcast. And there will be a segment of episodes on numerology where where I will bring my mentor and we'll dive deep into sharing all the numerology research that we've been doing over the past year and he's been studying it for three years so he knows a lot more than me but in the past year we've dove into numerology and for anyone who's interested in a reading they can book a reading with me I do natal chart readings solar return readings forecast readings and recently I started doing business strategy forecast where it's planning your business strategy with for the next three months aligned with the forecast of energy and how this influence you and your specific chart in relations to the goals and intentions that you have at the moment. So someone is going to send me, okay, these are the things that I'm working on. These are the offers that I'm launching this next three months. And then we'll craft a business plan for the next three months that ties with the best possible time with the transits that are upcoming. So that's that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's been lots of fun so far to, to do this and very powerful. So I know a lot main... of people that would be interested in that alone. Amazing. Well, for, for business purposes, yeah, especially to try and get like insight into what to be focusing their energy on for the next couple mm-hmm. months. Um, absolutely. So yeah. I'm going to make sure that all of this is included in today's show notes, um, as well as when we post our new episode that they can, where they know where to find you. Um, mm-hmm. are you offering any upcoming courses? Um, I'm doing an, I'm doing one that is in person 
So I don't know people that are in the US or out of my region that are really going to be able to attend. I have the intention of launching a course probably later in May or June that is all about uh, Astrology 101 and how to use it in your business. That's one of the um, main intentions that I want to teach people about how to use astrology. So there's something I'm coming. I'm not, I don't have all the details yet, but definitely you can sign up to my newsletter to stay up to date. And I also send monthly astrology forecasts of you as you've received this month. Oh, they're good. <laughs> and I put lots of effort into it and people are talking about, about it to me like all month long. So they are good. I can highly suggest that they are very, very, very good. Yeah. Well, Thank you so much, my dear. I appreciate your presence um, today and just being able to talk about this, educate people more, um, give them the opportunity to understand from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And also, like I said, like resources, that's something I find that to be able to offer honest and authentic education on where they can learn, how they can learn, to what capacity they can take it. You know, that's something that I always feel is so important because sometimes it's like, well, you have to do it to this potential to actually see the results or to see the benefits. So it's like, to you know, everybody can sort of incorporate this in their life, whether it is minimum or whether they take it to the maximum. There's always ways that they can incorporate um, benefits of numerology, astrology um, into their life and into their businesses. So thank you so much for joining me today. And um, I'm excited to see what comes. I mean, I know you have a lot on the go and I, I'm all over the place. I have a lot on the go here, but um, I think this year definitely has a lot of momentum for bigger, better, and yeah. I'm excited to see where it takes us. So I can't wait. Absolutely. I can't wait. And I'm excited for, for you because I know that there's just lots, lots to pursue and lots to come. So thank you so much for joining today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to nerd out with other people. (laughs) I'm here anytime. (laughs) Anytime you want to, I'm here. I love it. (laughs) You take care, love. Okay. Have a great rest of your day. If you like today's show, I would appreciate you leaving me a review and subscribing. There's going to be so much to talk about in the coming episodes. If you have any questions you would like some clarity on or anything you would like to share in relation to today's show, please reach out to me via Instagram at guided underscore by spirit or on my website, www.spiritreadingsbyandrea.com, which you can also find the link to in today's show notes. If you feel connected to spirit lately and are looking to hear the messages meant for you, you will find different service options available on my website. From card readings to mediumship readings, I am here to help you connect with spirit. Take care and be well.